one thing that is absolutely so important is that you're able to keep going when things get difficult, when your vision gets a little bit construed, that you're able to keep working towards your initial grand vision and work towards the thing with a purpose and with passion and vision. And three really good examples of this to me are from the indie game industry. That is what we're going to be talking about today. There's plenty of other examples, but I thought this would be easy to break down really quickly. And today I am recording this in my cousin Nolan's room because he is a bro and he's letting me do that. And me and my brother James are visiting here right now. But yeah, you can only see it if you're watching this on the YouTube. But anyway, I hope this is helpful for you. As always, if the podcast is helpful for you, if you want to help it grow, send a link to somebody, let them know what you think about it. And I'd really appreciate that. Also check it out on Instagram at Yield to DF Down Podcast. Definitely looking to grow it and use it to help more people use my voice to unify and inspire and help you be the hero of your story and your life. With that all said, let's just jump right into it. So the first big story I want to talk about is with Bit Inc. Studios. So Mario Nesrock's pretty cool example of making the most of what you have. He started out in game development and just was interested, right? And so growing up in Brazil didn't have the very best of technology to get this ball rolling towards his dream, but this was his dream. So he kept working towards it, tried making a Prince of Persia-like game with 10 friends. Didn't go super well, but they tried and they made some mistakes and they got some things figured out. You think about it like Back then, computers didn't have as much processing power, and I make excuses all the time, and they did not make those excuses. They're like, we're going to try to make this happen, do or die, we're just going to go after it. And then they got into the Facebook gaming craze, made a game that was kind of like poking fun a little bit at one of the Brazil prime ministers or somebody in the government, it got like a million plays, and I was like, you know, that was good too. And then Mario kind of left his job in 2016 to pursue this And came up with this idea of Super Hiking League where basically the players climb up this vertical level and they have ropes and it's a challenge classic-like game, kind of like the NES days. And he just kind of worked really hard at it and, you know, had this inspiration and kind of worked towards it. And the thing I really like from his story is that he was able to, willing to make the most of what he had. And one thing that I read from an interview he did was I was not focused on getting content. I was not focused on fleshing out the game super big. I just wanted to get the gameplay down. I wanted to nail down the gameplay. And as far as life goes, we need to nail down like the daily routine. We need to figure out like how we're going to respond to things. And then you can focus on some of the bigger picture items, but you need to be able to figure out like where you're starting, like your groundwork And the two biggest times you can influence what you do are the morning and the evening. You can work with those really easily, you know, generally. And so I think that's super huge from his story is just get something on the map, get something playable so somebody can get a feel for it. Like if you wanted somebody to invest in your game or have a seed round, you would need to have somebody who believes in the potential. And you see this with games like Forager and some of the other ones. I am a bit of a nerd with video games, but I'm honestly really inspired by the industry. Number two comes with Eric Barone. His story is so amazing to me. Back in 2011, he graduated in a computer science degree and looked around to find a job, couldn't find one. And so he decided, you know what? I'm going to build up my resume. I'm going to make a video game to build up my resume, right? You know, that sounds pretty good. He'd already had example, a story 
experience with coming up with stories, music creation, art, and programming. And so he decided to make his own game, which is super amazing. It's called Stardew Valley. I've played it a little bit on stream and just in person before or just, you know, by myself. And it's a really amazing game, honestly. And I think it's helped a lot of people during the pandemic is to have this like chill game where you can just kind of move around and water your crops and just kind of have fun with the game and enjoy the game. And he was really inspired by Harvest Moon. And that was a big part of it in his growing up years. He spent a lot of time outside by a, a swamp near his house. And for him, he really wanted to make a game that was enjoyable and he was not going to send it out until it was done. And this inspires me to no end. He would work and work and work on it. And the fans would be like, Hey, I'm ready to buy the game. And he's like, it's not quite done yet. And he wasn't shooting for perfection. He was shooting for, I want it to be done and complete in my eyes. He wanted it to be, you know, really good. It took around five years Four and a half years of 10, 11, 12 hour days, which is kind of insane. I personally wouldn't recommend that, but it shows that he was willing to work towards that and he wanted it so bad. And now the game sold over a million copies easily and has helped a ton of people more importantly. And for me, like his interview and stuff were really cool. Just like how he just wanted to help out people. You know, he wanted to make a game that would be enjoyable for people that'd be helpful for people. And even now, even though he's working on two other games right now, the base game, you know, of Stardew Valley, he's still making patches and stuff. And now he has other people helping him. But I think it's a really good example that sometimes you have to go really hard and work towards your dream on your own, and then you'll get help from other people. And honestly, I don't mean to toot my own horn too much, but like with the old gaming channel I made with my friends, a good part of it was me. I was really excited and wanted to help other people, and others were able to latch on to that desire that I had, and we were all able to work on that together. So sometimes you do have to work on that. And it talks about that in the magic of thinking big a little bit. Like you sometimes have to be a crusader, but if you're a crusader for something that you're really passionate about, that people are also passionate about, you're going to get some traction. And you see this with like all those petitions for different things. I don't think anybody, anything really changes with those, but it's like put this character in Smash Bros or whatever, you know, make a movie re- sequel for this, at least shows that people are interested in that, which which is cool. So the first two things that we've learned from this is to make something that uh, is tangible, that's, that's playable, and also make something that's enjoyable, that's uh, fun for you to create. And I think in the beginning stages, getting started is really difficult, but you're able to create something that you enjoy. I mean, the podcast, I enjoyed it initially, but I've enjoyed it more and more over time as it's become more my own. And I was thinking about it today, like there are literally people around the world who listen to this and it's like a radio show in a way. And I could put in sound effects and I could do so much with it. Cause I love sound effects. I could do so much with it. The sky is not even the limit. I was thinking about today too. Like the only limitations are your imagination and time. That's really it. I mean, there's other limitations, of course, but those are like two of the biggest limitations. And the third thing comes from Dan Fornace. Didn't really dig as much about like his early life from his interview. Just like he really wanted a game that worked the way like a competitive fighter player would want the game to work because he made the game Rivals of Ether. I'll have links to all these interviews in the show notes if, if you're interested in reading it. And if you're interested, like I like talking about video games, but I also just like talking about you know, building up businesses and self-care and helping out other people. But if you're interested, I could 
do more about this topic. But he just had like different things that would be kind of built into the game to make it easier for people and made it a little more accessible. But one of my favorite things about Rivals of Ether is he's literally created this entire world of all these animals that like fight each other and stuff and have these elemental powers, but they all have their own stories. Like Orcane is like a magician, kind of like a sleuth, sneaky guy, you know? kind of does good kind of like a robin hood figure a little bit then you have all these other characters and they all have their stories and backstories and so he's created this entire world to create out of so even if people aren't super amazed about rivals of ether they might still like the lore and the story if he made like an rpg which i think he's making an rpg in that same world you have so much to work with and you get that with like harry potter too you like make a movie in the harry potter world and this is where world building becomes so valuable and useful is people get invested in that and they're willing to work around that and so whenever you're creating a business in your own personal brand you are creating this world for people to live in and you want it to be clear you want the you want like things to make sense you also want it to be consistent and you want it to be enjoyable for people to be there. Otherwise, they're not going to spend much time there. The real takeaway I take from this is like to have a lot of those things built in that you want to be built in. So for me, I have a lot of Evernote notes built in to help me live a life that I want to live, a life where I'm experiencing happiness, a life where I feel like I'm drawing closer to God, I'm helping other people, and I have Evernote notes to help me with each of those things. So in conclusion, we talked about creating something that's tangible, something that's enjoyable, and something that has those mechanics built in that do what you want it to do. And I think we can apply this to businesses, getting something off the ground, creating until you have something that you can hold on to, that you can work with. And I think it's really important just to keep going. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but seriously, the world needs to hear your voice. They need to know your talents. They need to hear what you have to offer. They need to see your creations. I think of if Eric Barone had quit, if Dan Fornace had quit, you know, there's this vision that you have that truly can bless the world a lot. And it might only be in your head and it helps to get the ball rolling because you never know what it can lead to. You know, when I started the gaming channel back in the day with my friends, I never knew what it would lead to. I never knew it would help me get into podcasting years later and some other things and help me develop dedication and tenacity and commitment and also passion and enjoyment for doing content like this. And even though it's still like, we're still kind of in those beginning stages I am still so thankful that we took that step. So I'm here to help you. If you need help taking that step, hit me up at Dream Chaser Dallin on Instagram or just at the podcast at Yield Today F. Dallin Podcast. Hope this was helpful for you in some way. On Thursday, James and I will be talking about how July went, things we learned, some overall takeaways, and we'll probably be recording that here because <laughs> I'm going to be here for the next couple of days. But thank you all so much for listening as always. I really hope it was helpful and gave you some perspective. There's a a quote that says, don't die if your music's still in you. And that's really what I would share to people is like, there's so much in you. And I feel like a lot of the things of today, like video games and stuff, they're really great and they can spark our imaginations, but they can also hold us back from taking action and building the lives we want to build. So I encourage you to yield to your best self. Yes, I envision love demonstrated. Build that thing you've been wanting to build. Call somebody, get some help to build it and work towards building your best life so you can build your 
best business. With that all said, thank you so much for listening and don't forget to yield today and it'll be a better tomorrow.